second, y'all. I'm going to come out and try. Okay. I'm actually. All right. Let's see here. All right. I'm 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 going live tonight on my on my I, I just switched phones. So I'm going live now on my on my iPhone. I'm going live on a whole nother phone because I didn't made up my mind that we're not gonna be denied. I didn't made up my mind. And that's and and men, do me a favor. This is this is those times that this is these are the times that you have to stay in the fight, that you have to stay in the game, that you have to stay locked in. You have to stay, you know, like I said, this is this is not how we usually do this, but guess what? I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I'm I'm I'm, I'm I just switched up phones. Listen, if you if you could, if you know anybody that was on the previous live, do me a favor, just tag them. Just tag them real quick and just let them know that we back. Just let them know that we back. Just let them know all is well. Just let them know that Man Cave Podcast is still going live. Just let them know. There he is. Watch this. Watch this. Yeah. See? 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 Let's see here. Okay. Yeah, it's something. Okay. Yeah, I'm not really sure what's going on, but man, I tell y'all, we uh we we doing what we can to go live. We we really are. We doing exactly. I I, I see the live. I, I mean, I, I'm I'm connected and all these good things, and and I, I I'm just not going to allow uh the enemy to win. I'm just not going to allow you know uh anything to get the glory. I don't know. Maybe the person that really needs this live tonight hadn't jumped on yet. I don't know. Maybe tonight, uh, you know, yeah, it keeps saying. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. So yeah, we, we trying. I hear, I, I see you, man of God. I see you. I see. See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? This is how you, I told y'all, I was not, we wasn't going to be denied. I told y'all we wasn't going to be denied. Man of God, how you doing, sir? Good, man. How are you? I'm, Can you hear me? I'm fantastic, man. I'm fantastic. Yeah, we, we working. I just, I, I, I got my volume all the way up. Okay. If you could, uh, you can get some volume. Mic check, one, two. Check, one, two. How's that? Okay. Let's see. Let's see. You there? One, two, check, check, check. One, can you hear me? Okay, yeah. You kind of, you, uh, I hear you, but it's kind of low. It's real oh. low. We're working on it. We're going to get it. We gonna, check I one, promise check you, we two, gonna check it. one, check two. Oh, man. <clears throat> it's on there. Yeah. Nothing? Yeah, I, very, very little. Like, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you well. Okay. Yeah, you're good. Okay, okay. Good deal. Myself. Good deal. Where's your AirPods? Your AirPods. Yeah, this is, this, is, this is how you know, man of God, I want to thank you while, you while we're working on the sound. I want to thank you so very much for joining us tonight for Man Cave Podcast. You know what I'm saying? And that's just what when, when a man makes his mind up to get unmuted, here comes distractions. Yeah. When a man makes his mind up that he getting ready to voice what's getting ready, what's going on with him, here comes despair. When a man makes the conscious decision that, hey, now is the time that I'm going to tell somebody. Now is the time that I'm going to get the help that I need. 
Now is the time that I'm getting ready to beat this thing that's been plaguing me, this thing that's been holding me down, this thing that's been causing me not to be able to sleep at night, this thing that's been causing me to want to leave my house and never come back, this thing that's been causing me to walk away from my family, this thing that's been causing me to take my gun and go into an open parking lot and just end it all, this thing that's been causing me to not really be myself, to not really be who I want to be when yes. I make the decision to unmute myself here comes the distractions when i make the decision to open up my mouth here comes the enemy when i make the decision that i'm no longer going to remain silent i'm no longer going to keep my hand over my mouth i'm no longer going to dump down i've made the decision that tonight i was going to say what i needed to say yeah, i was going to get the deliverance that i needed i was going to get the breakthrough that i needed here comes somebody to try to get me to shut my mouth but if you just work. keep praying if you just keep tugging if you just okay that didn't work okay this connect let me try to connect this okay if I need to switch phones, okay, let me double check my internet. Whatever you got to do to get the word out, to get that thing off of you, do what you have to do. Okay. Man, man of God, you, you with me? You good? Can you hear me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. here we go. Yeah, man, like you said, switching everything, switch phones, switch laptops, put the earphones in, earbuds, try yeah. everything. This yeah, is, this yeah. is good. We're good. We locked in. We're good. But I, We're good. I, okay. I want to thank you so very much, man of God, for for being on the podcast tonight. Yeah. Uh, I do want to apologize sincerely for the technical difficulty, but I just That's believe right. that um, God don't make mistakes. He doesn't. That no. God don't make mistakes, that maybe somebody was running late, that maybe, you know what I'm saying, that because we was able to start over, because we was able to go another route, because mm -hmm. we were delayed and not denied, no. somebody is going to get the word that they need tonight. Somebody is going to hear this broadcast. Somebody is going to experience this night tonight. Yes, sir. So I want to welcome <clears throat> mighty, 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 mighty man of God. Let me do a bio real quick, of yes, you, sir. sir. And then we're okay. going to jump into it. Okay. Uh, this is Mr. Shamal Peace. I hope I'm saying that you right. Got it. That's right. Yes, Shamal sir. Peace, born in 1985 in St. Thomas, Virgin Island. Come on, Virgin Island. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Come on, Virgin Island. <laughs> yeah, that's me. He is the proud husband to uh, Aisha Peace, father yes. to Naomi, Natalie Grace, and Nathan Asher. So he surrendered his life to the Lord at the age of 17. He's the author of the book, Whole Again. He's a certified Christian counselor, co-owner of Curious Kids Learning Center, pastor of Refresh City Church, loves all things basketball. I saw the, I saw the, the, the Kobe picture in the back. Are we gonna, oh. gonna, before we get off the live, we're going <laughs> to talk a little bit about this NBA draft last night. Oh, so he man. Loves gardening. <laughs> and he loves music. He also plays lead guitar. He's dedicated to serving the community and the Lord Jesus Christ. Do me a favor, Facebook Live, and welcome brother, Pastor Shamal P. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing you. tonight? Man, I'm doing well, man. How are you, man? I'm doing well. How you doing mm -hmm. tonight, my brother? I'm well, man. I'm doing well. How are you? Good, good. Man, we're going we gonna to dive into Let's it. Let's do it. You know, Let's we're talking it. about this, 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 this is part two mm. of the, the segment, uh, Unmute, you know, yeah, men and mental it. health, and, and we're talking about it, and I know that uh, you can, can, you, you, you can actually relate yeah. to it, you know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. if you could just share with us some of your own, your own personal story when it comes to dealing, you know, with mental health. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, man, we jump straight in there. Um, when, when we talk about mental health, uh, first thing, let's define it. You know, when we say mental health, it's not only psychological, it's also emotional. And so for, for me, for a long time, uh, as I was growing up, I always thought that I had to think before I uh, had the opportunity to feel. Yeah. And so what that done for me over the years is creating me a pattern is that when I felt an emotion, whether it be, you know, anger, or even if I wanted to cry, mm -hmm. I would think that me expressing this emotion 
how would it make me look in the moment? And so I go through my, from my childhood up into my adult life thinking that expressing emotion is not something that I need to do. Because yeah. one, I'm told I'm a man and men don't show certain emotion, certain emotion. So for me, it was growing up not being, being suppressed over the years of, of actually wanting to cry from incidents and moments that I right, rightfully was supposed to cry in it because it hurt, something hurt me and I was supposed to cry. But because I was told, stop crying or shut up that crying or stop being a punk, stop being a sissy. Can, can we be real? I'm just going to be real. For, right, right. You know? yeah, hey, I'm with it, man. I'm and with so it. I'm so with it. That, that got embedded in my mental mind. And so what it did, it cut off my heart. And so I go through life trying to feel with my mind. It's impossible. I can't feel with my mind. I use my mind to think. I feel with my heart. And so I had to get to the place where I begin to make the connection between heart and mind. And so for me, it was dealing with the structure that I put in my mind that number one was, uh, it's okay to feel emotion. It's okay to be emotional. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. So that's it in a nutshell. I can give you story after story, but in a nutshell, that was my main dilemma, was connecting my heart, my thoughts, but also realizing that I have a heart as I'm supposed to feel. Man, I love it. Yeah. I love it. You know, and you, 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 you was talking about, you know, you mentioned the suppressing it, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and, and men, when we suppress things, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes when we suppressing something, we replace it with something else. Yes. You know, we replace it with our alcohol or we re replace yeah. it with drugs or we replace yeah. it with marijuana or we replace mm -hmm. it with porn. And mm -hmm. even when you suppress it and you replace it with those things, it don't take it away just because right. you suppress it. It's still there. Right. You still got to deal with it eventually, you know? Right. So it's, right. it's like, when you're going to make your mind up that you can no longer suppress yes, it? Absolutely. You know, when you're going to make your mind up that, hey, man, you know what I'm saying? I'm just covering this thing up, yeah. but it's still here. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know? And, mm -hmm. and, and I don't know when did this, 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 Thing of you know, as young boys, we're not supposed to cry. As young boys, we're not supposed to have feelings. As young boys, you know, they want you to toughen up. They want you to this. They want you to that. They want you to do all these type of things instead of allowing you that. Hey, if I fell off my bike, mm -hmm. that hurt. Yep, that, that hurt. And sometimes, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, we, we, we go through hurt, and they don't want us to express our hurt. Sometimes crying, you know what I'm saying? That's yes. how you get it out. That's how you express that it hurt it. But mm -hmm. then, you know, as you as young men, like you were saying, they hey, stop all that crying. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Stop crying. You know, men don't cry. Boys don't cry. Who told right. you that? What has right. written it? Uh -uh. Who made yeah. that law? Come on. You know, society. That's what happens. It's yeah. crazy, but this is good, man. This is real good. You yeah. know, uh, Pastor, you you are a pastor of a church. Yes, sir. So as as a member of the fivefold ministry, mm -hmm. as a pastor, as a as a, a shepherd with your with your own mm -hmm. flock, you know, mm -hmm. how do you deal with mental health in the kingdom? Okay. How do you deal with mental health in church? One one of my phrases, and uh members of Refresh City will tell you this, I say this all the time. Jesus is the model. And um, one of my favorite scriptures is uh, Mark, uh, Mark chapter 6, when Jesus, before he fed the 5,000, uh, in verse 34, he says, he was moved with compassion because they looked like sheep without a shepherd. Yeah. And, before he, and before he fed them, the Bible says that he, he sat and taught them many things. Mm -hmm. And so oftentimes, uh, for me, what I do is, it's all, always about teaching. It's not so much as just spiritualizing spiritualizing because some of the stuff that we have gone through hurt us physically right uh hurt us in in ways that i know i know the scriptures i know jesus and i love i love the lord but what do i do uh in these moments where my mama hurt me or my daddy hurt me i love the bible i love the lord and i know he says honor that mother and father but i can't honor my mama because she done this to me 
I can't honor my daddy because he, I can't honor these people. What you mean honor that mother and father? And so I can't, so for me, I've learned to find the median because there has to be, uh, according to first John, he said, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers, because your soul makes up your mind, your will, and your desires and your, and your emotions. And so all parts of me needs to be touched, not just my spirit, Come on. but my body needs to be touched. My, my, my thought needs to be touched, my emotions and my desires. Because like you mentioned before, if I neglect any part of me, I'm going to look for something to fill it. And so I will look to the addiction. I will look to what we call the anesthesia, if you will. What can numb this feeling? What can numb it? So for me, I I set up things to where we're not just teaching you on Sunday, but we're setting up places where you can talk. We're setting up counseling. Yes, there's, there's deliverance and safety in a multitude of counselors. So Jesus sat and taught these people some stuff. He, he heard them out. The woman at the well said, uh, I don't have no husband. Yes, you do. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so he would get, he'd begin to deal with your life. There's some things in your life that I got to deal with. And so we have to get to the point where we're meeting people in the places where they are. My life is jacked up. I got a man. He ain't my man. I'm living with him, what the case is. But can you see where I am and still treat me like a human? Can you still? treat me like a man even though watch this even though i have all these struggles even though i have all these hang-ups all these dilemmas all these issues can you still respect me we, we could go further into that in a minute but can you still respect me as a man and so my heart is always to my men is to always respect them irregardless of their past or even their present respect them as a man because when you respect a man you have his ear and <laughs> That, ah! Why is saying that home? <laughs> and, 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 and people don't realize, man, that a lot of times at the end of the day, that's what men want. We just want to be respected. That's it. We just want mm-hmm. to be respected. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 the the Bible even says it. You know, wives. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Honor, respect. Honor. Your Honor, husband. Yes. You know, that's the that's book. The that's the book. word of God. That's the book. Because Jesus knows, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that at the end of the day, what a man really wants. Yes, he does. Sometimes a man can get so much peace mm-hmm. in his mm-hmm. home from just being respected. Come on. Sometimes men, if, if you really want to ask, if you really want to, <laughs> ladies, let me just go and drop this nugget. For go ahead. Ladies, just, if you really want to see a man just turn cartwheels and, and bend over backwards mm-hmm. to, 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 to supply your needs and to make you happy, respect him. Mm-hmm. Show him crazy respect, even if you think he don't deserve it. And ain't not, don't nothing, nothing cut a man lowest when you are able to respect him and he don't even think he deserves it. And you oh, respect man. him anyway. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Man, I'm telling Okay, we're going to keep going. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I got a lot. I got a bunch on. of more questions. Come on, I'm ready. But let me ask, when you believe men, I mean, excuse me, why do you believe uh-huh. men keep quiet when it comes to mental health? Oh, why right. are so many men muted? I can only speak from my my personal experience. And then we can make a general statement from there, if, if that's safe to say. For me, because I was told that I, it's like your childhood upbringing. Let's go there. Because how you are raised or brought up in, in, in the home determines how you operate in society. So if in the home, at a, as, as a boy, I'm told to be quiet, shut up, stop talking, the list goes on. Or, and watch this, if that same uh, kind of environment in the house, and let's use the word toxic, is the where the person I, I, I view as the guardian or my parent, parent, if they are quiet and shut down, in my mind as a child, I'm thinking that's how I'm supposed to operate. Because if I'm expressing to you that I'm having a problem 
and you shut down or give me the cold shoulder or don't respond to me, even though I'm pouring my heart out, you're letting me know as a child that this is how I'm supposed to operate. I don't know any better because you parents, and I didn't mean to go here, but parents, we become the first image of God that our children see. Come on. And so what we display to our children will have them operate into place. For me, that was, that was, that's what it was, right? And so it was like shutting down, the being quiet. Now here I'm older, you know, trying to live the, my life. And when something emotional came up in me, what's wrong with you? Nothing. You, wow. No, nah, it's all in your face. No, nah, I'm fine. Because I'm taught, right? You no, know, you say, you know, don't, don't do what I do. Do what I say. But honestly, I'm doing what you're doing because I'm watching you. And so oh, most men are quiet. Not, not all, most. You ask them how their childhood was. Ask them how they were brought up. A majority of them will say either there was in a home that they weren't allowed to be expressed or if they were expressive, it went on deaf ears. So it created in them a vow that I would never express myself. And so we, we, there's a pattern that, that keeps going. And humans, we are creatures of habit. <laughs> We're just going to repeat patterns, whether it be good or bad. It's right. a habit that keeps on going because the result I got from it is the result I see saw in the past and so i need that same result in my present and in my future so i keep doing it because that's the only answer that i knew so for most men quiet quiet comes into my childhood it comes into am i am i going to be respected are you going to hear me here's the big one and i'm gonna kind of digress from this point if i express myself will you use my vulnerability against me Adam was get, naked. When you get mad shame. at me, when you get <laughs> mad at me, and, and I shared something with you in my vulnerable state. Okay. And you get mad at me, are you going to throw it in my face? Right. Am, am I going to have to hear this again when you having a bad day? Right. And you mad at me now. And you mad at me. Okay. <laughs> wow. And this is it's so amazing how so many, many times when 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 you discover when you help when a person talks about their mental health yeah. especially men 90 mm percent -hmm. of the time it's from something from their childhood yep. it's from something from their upbringing yep. you know and it's like you have carried this mm -hmm. you know for years after years after years after years after years after years and every day and year that it went on, it just got bigger and it got bigger mm -hmm. and it got bigger and it got bigger. And then, it, you know what I'm saying? To finally, it got the best of it. Yes, absolutely. Yes. It's, yes. Man, that's, that's, oh, oh, man. Yeah. You know, Pastor, you have, you have, you, I mentioned in your bio that you, mm -hmm. you know, you're married and you have kids, mm -hmm. right? What? How does that, having kids how does that affect you know your, your mental health like my guest from a couple of weeks ago mm -hmm. thomas you know he was saying that that he can start seeing some of that's one of the reasons why mm -hmm. he realized he needed to get help because yep. some of the things that he was dealing with that he was mute about mm -hmm. that he wasn't discussing mm -hmm. he started seeing them in his daughter mm -hmm. So his thing was, I need to go on and get some help so that I can help her so yes. that she don't go through years of what I went through. Absolutely. So I ask you the question, mm -hmm. how does it affect your children? Uh, for me, I noticed my response to them when I, when I first had them wasn't healthy. And so I was responding to them how I was responding to when I was a child. Because remember, I could only produce from the seed that was planted in me. And so scripture says every seed produces after its own kind. And so what was planted in me is going to keep showing up in me until I lay the ax to the root and pull this thing up and deal with it. So as for me, I went through years and years of counseling and years and years of digging up wounds 
uncovering things that I wanted to bury. And mm -hmm. I didn't realize that even though I buried it, it was still alive and kicking in the casket. <laughs> and so all it took was a moment in time to pull what I thought was buried, pull all of it up to the surface. And then I, I, I end up looking foolish because anger rests in the bosom of a fool. And so I was, I was that silent angry and I, and I would blow up and be so explosive and not realizing, man, this is not healthy for my kids. Like, they don't deserve an angry daddy. They don't deserve a quiet and silent daddy. No, they deserve a joyful, playful, lighthearted father who is able to see their need and fulfill it, who's able to give them love and provision and, and nourishment and protection as any good father would. Come on. And so as for me, I had to, to look at myself, not my wife, not my children, not my neighbor, not even my parents. I had to say, even though what happened to me, it didn't feel good. Yeah. But I'm, I'm responsible for the change I want to see. And that, that's when maturity kicks in because I can no longer blame somebody else. E yes, even though what they've done to me hurt and it was painful. And, you know, we say forgive and forget. I can't forget. But as I start my healing, the sting of it is not the same Come anymore. And as I start to forgive and release the pain and all the... The, the issues that brought, brought it with, came with it, I began to start my healing. And thank God for the counseling. I started my healing. And, you know, one part of it was dealing with my heart and realizing it's okay. You're still a man, even though you, you want to cry in this moment. You want to you scream because here you are 30, I'm 37 now, mm -hmm. but here you are 30 years old, still living from an eight-year-old boy who would never have the opportunity to want wanted to scream and cry and say, stop, you're hurting me. But here I am at 30, still feeling that little boy who never got his voice. And so for me, when I, when I looked at my, little, my, my, my girls, I'm like, no, you don't deserve the eight-year-old me. You deserve the present me, <laughs> the healed, the nurtured, the nourished, the growing me. So I, I want to be a good father. When you look up and my kids look at me, I want to say, that's my daddy. I don't want them to resent me because I was the Grinch. I don't want them to resent me because I was nasty and mean. I don't want them to resent me because I wasn't playful with them. My kids like to play hide and seek in the house. My kids, you know, like to, they like to skate in this house. It's just crazy. But I want them to, to see that my daddy enjoyed my presence just as yeah. much as he enjoyed that's it. it that's it that's it that yeah. is it yeah, that's man. it man i'm telling you i mean this is i i i really and now you 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 know as we go into the into the show now you can see why the 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 issues with the technical issues oh, and yeah. the technical difficulties i mean oh, we're yeah. seeing you know what i'm saying people come in we're seeing you know tear emojis we see because at the end of the day mm -hmm. the desire is to get free yeah. We, we, we share our stories and we allow ourselves to be vulnerable, not to boast, not to brag, not to oh, make man. anybody feel bad or anything, right. but to let you know that there is an escape. Yes, there sir. is a way out. You can yes, get over this thing. You don't have to allow mental health to get the best of you. Come on, man. Come on. So this, is, this is good, yes, man. Yes, uh, yeah. You know, when it comes to... What type of coping mechanisms? You know, mm -hmm. I had a, I had a, uh, last week, uh, I had a good buddy of mine who's the owner of uh, personal skincare, self-care, okay. you know, he's, he's mm -hmm. a real big advocate for men and self-care, you know, okay. taking care of their skin and taking mm -hmm. care of their bodies, and taking mm -hmm. care of their mind, you right. know, what type of self-care strategies do you use mm -hmm. when it comes to coping you know with uh mental health okay you know in all of us there is god has placed in us according to ecclesiastes uh, a purpose in us and there's a natural side of us that a natural talent or gift or something a desire in us that's a healthy uh, outlet that God has placed in all of us. And so oftentimes we as 
men, we need to find, if you look at most men, most men are, you know, they, they work on cars, love sports, and the list, the list can go on, or fishing, the list can go on and on and on. As for me, I have discovered that I love gardening. <laughs> I got a garden in the backyard. As you mentioned, I love basketball. Lakers is my favorite team. Kobe is one of my favorite players. That's RIP. I love it. It's, <laughs> it's for me, and it's okay, even though I'm a pastor. And I, I got to minister on Sunday. I got to counsel people throughout the week. I got to do all this other stuff. At the end of the day, I'm still a human and I'm still a man. And so there's parts of me, the, the, the human side of me, that needs attention. I got a wife and I got children. I got things I got to do. And so I have to, you don't want to be so in the clouds that you're missing the purpose in the earth. You see what I'm saying? And, and, and you got to get to the place where you don't become so indulged in one thing that you miss everything else and so it's for me it was discovering like i'm gonna go a little deep one more second i was so self-righteous mm -hmm. like i, I knew yeah. scriptures i mean I, I i mean if if you sneezed wrong you had a demon i'm i'm talking about i i i was yeah, running yeah, down yeah, i was yeah, running down yeah. the list and people were were not like welcoming to me because I was walking like a Pharisee. Like I knew all of this stuff, but yet I wasn't approachable. I knew how to quote the scriptures, but yet I didn't know how to love people. Like I, I didn't know how to accept people and their flaws. And so I wasn't welcoming. And so what God had to do with me is to get me to where I, you know, as Muhammad Ali called, put me in the rope of dope. He backed me into the corner. <laughs> and so Come on. I, I, I was trying Come to swing, on. swing on God, but he kept ducking and ducking because he, he had to tire me out. He had to tire me out because I was tired of trying to spiritualize my pain. Pain hurts. That's what we do in the body of Christ. <laughs> we spiritualize everything. Yes. Especially our pain. Yeah. It, pain is pain. Now, it, it becomes spiritual when we don't deal with it. And of course, demonic influences happen when we don't deal with this particular emotion because now they can attach themselves to an emotion to where now anger is a natural emotion. The Bible says be angry, but do not sin. So God is saying you can be angry. But what happens was now it becomes spiritual is when I'm always angry and my anger now turns to rage and rage turns to violence and I start beating on my wife come on i start beating on my kids it's not even discipline i'm just beating just on them beating. <laughs> that's because it, that's it's the rage even... come on and so that's when you realize okay something is wrong right and so for me you you have to find it you got to find that in between that median to where i'm not so self-righteous but yet i'm not so uh carnal that there's something in me when realize we are more spirit than we are flesh for sure but there's something in us that we have to discover. I got to get to the place where I'm living in the earth. And so I'm in this earth suit. And so parts of me need to be uncovered. Mm. So parts of me that needs to be addressed because if I don't address it, I'm going to spiritualize my pain and call, oh God, can I say, I might get in trouble for this. <laughs> I'm gonna call everything a demon when sometimes it could be me and not addressing the issue that's in front of my face. And because I didn't address it, it keeps perpetuating over and over and over. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you know, you, 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 you can't speak in tongues over everything. Sometimes okay. you just got to say, hey, I need some help. You can say it in English, you can say it in Spanish, you can okay. say it in Chinese, you can say it however you need to say it. I just need to, I need, I, I need to address this pain that I'm going through. If you cuss me out and you supposed to be my friend, I th I'm not finna speak in tongues. I'm finna call you and say, what, what problem you got with me? You see what I'm saying? And what happens? If I don't address my issue with you, yeah. then it starts moving into unforgiveness. Come on. And resentment. Then it turns spiritual. But we have to deal with what's in our face in the moment. Yes. Because if I don't confront it, I condone it. And so if I don't confront you cussing me out, that's giving a signal to you that this is okay for me to treat him this particular way when I don't like it. And so I have to get to the place where I'm expressive 
with how I'm feeling, what's going on, because if not, then I will mask. I get around you and I'm, oh, yeah, yeah, but deep down inside, I can't stand you. Toe up from the floor. <laughs> deep down inside, I don't want to go near, nowhere near you because I'm dealing with something that I have not addressed and it's deep in my heart. It's not in here. It's in here, in my heart. Oh, man. And I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. Yes, this sir. Is, this is this is exactly uh, what we need yeah, to share light on this. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? For for people to see men being able to dialogue and men on the live and men being honest and like, man, mm -hmm. this is good. Man, I needed this. You know, we need to talk about this more. I think that 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 when when men find other men. That are that are comfortable with with discussing their issues, it helps them to say, you know what, I'm going through the same same thing. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying. And it Absolutely. becomes like like my pastor said, it becomes a ripple effect. Yeah, that you know, I saw Pastor Peace talk about it. He went mm -hmm. through it. He experienced it, but he ain't let him get the best of. It. Mm -hmm. So because he ain't let him get the best of him, I can't let him get the best of me. I can't let it get the can't. best of me. You know can't. what I'm saying. Yeah. So, man, this is you. You you wrote a book. Yeah. Let's talk about the book. Like, the book right here. You know. Hey, right look at that! Here. Look at that! <laughs> look at that! What made you? What made you decide? You know, to write the book. Man. <clears throat> okay, I'm trying to see what what angle I want to take with this because this we can go. <laughs> I don't want to be here too long. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, for, we good. For the book, we good. For the book, man. The the. The nucleus, the center of the whole book. If you look on the cover of it, you see that bridge yeah. right there? That bridge is between Baytown and LaPorte. That's the Fred Hartman Bridge. It was 2010. I was, and, and all of this we just shared, this is, this is this moment. I grew up and I was, you know, molested. I was abused on different levels and and can you imagine at four years old where everything all this started here i am now i was about 23 when all this happened 19 years think about this of not being able to express hey someone had done something to me hey this hurts i have pain in my heart what do i do 19 20 years of just going through cycle after cycle Relationship after relationship. This bridge was my breaking point. It was, it was a five o'clock on a Friday evening. I was getting ready to jump off of that bridge. It was, um, I don't know, if some, some people might be on here, but it was, all, it yeah. was on the news. It was in the newspaper. Helicopters were outside. They shut down the bridge for a couple of hours. It, it was a scene like a movie. Like, you see the movie? It was police, like five different apartments. It was undercover vehicles, helicopters flying around, fire trucks. Both both sides of the bridge shut down because I was at my breaking point. How many men get to that point? How many? Where I was uh. broken, and you know what came up? The four year old who wanted who wanted to scream, but I was, was muted. Mm. <laughs> it was the eight year old. Who wanted to scream, but I was, it was the 12 year old who was abused. I wanted to scream, but I was muted. It was the 15 year old who was muted. It was the 16 year old. It was yeah. the 20. I was muted. All of these different phases and these traumatic experiences mm. muted me because I was never allowed to speak. So here I am 20 years later. Yeah, yeah. All it took was an argument I had with somebody. It, they, they're not even responsible for what's going on with me. They, they, were, when you they, were, were, they were just a mechanism that was used to pull something out of me and I, I can't blame nobody. It was me. It was me who was in pain. And so when I got to this bridge, I was hanging. If you get the book, you'll see it. I'm, I'm not, I might give away two books. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to give away some books. I, I wouldn't yeah. do that. But anyway, uh, I, was, I was literally, brother, I'm telling you, as God is my witness, as I'm looking at you, yeah. I was literally hanging off of the bridge. And the only thing was holding me 
on that bridge was my, I had my hands interlocked on the on the beam that's under the bridge, and my feet were dangling in the air, and something grabbed my hand mm. as tangible as I can hug my wife and pulled me back on the other side of that bridge. It, I know it's nobody but God and these guardian angels. What I'm saying tonight is that that bridge represents a lot of men who say, I'm ready to end this because I'm tired. Uh, uh. I'm tired. T.D. Jake said something the other day and I love, he said, being a man is tough. It's hard being a man. You gotta leave the family. You gotta leave the children. You gotta leave this. That you're demanded at work. You're demanded at home. You're demanded in the community. You're demanding, you're demanded. But I, I love it because God put the capacity in yeah. us to fulfill yeah. it. To handle it. Come on. He knew, he, he knew as men what we could handle. He knew, he said, I won't put more on you than you're able to bear. I knew you can be a man. That's why I created you to be a man. I, I, I need a man just like you in, this, in your family, for your society, for your church, for the world, for the state, for the city. I need a man just like you. And so the, the temptation of the enemy is to have men question their identity. Am I really a man? If I cry, will I still be a man? That's why I, this is not a knock against anybody's book. Yeah. I don't like nobody tell, telling women to act like a lady and think like a man. No, yeah. act they, like a lady, be a lady. Be yeah. Don't be a man. Stop competing me. Stop competing. No, be a be lady. A Act like lady. a lady. Be a lady. It's, there's nothing wrong with being a graceful woman. And so most of most of the time, us men, which we're fighting women wanting to be men. And so I men, we have two modes. We're gonna fight or we're gonna flee. And I'm yeah. not I'm not gonna yeah. fight with no woman. Why am I gonna fight with you? And so I'm gonna run away from it. Okay, you all the man that you need. Wow. So for me, Man. it was, I grew up around a whole bunch of women that was trying to teach me how to be a man. It, was, it never worked. Times. It never worked. Oh, man. This is, it, 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 it. And so, we, you know, we, he puts it on, hey, that bridge. The book, it's the bridge. And let me tell you, I've been across that bridge numerous times. Mm-hmm. But from this day forward, I will never be able to look at that bridge. Because I don't think that, and as anybody on this broadcast can cannot go, cannot hear your story, go across that bridge and not begin to just thank, thank you, just thank God. Mm -hmm. Because you're here tonight because you wouldn't take the plunge off that bridge. Somebody tonight is, 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 I mean, chains are literally breaking because mm -hmm. you wouldn't jump off that bridge. Because the angels said, nah, we can't let him go like that. Yeah. We, we can't, we can't let him go like that because he don't know it. But some years down the line, he's gonna be on a Friday night podcast. <laughs> and somebody is gonna hear his story. Mm. And somebody's going to realize he ain't jump, so I'm not going to jump. Right. He ain't quit, so I'm not going to quit. I'm not gonna it's quit. the ripple effect. That's it. It's the ripple That's effect. It. So, man, how can somebody get the book? Uh, it's on, on Amazon. Uh, you can just type in the title, hold again, or type okay. my name, Shamal Peets. Uh, I have a few copies on me. Like I said tonight, I want to give away a couple books. So, if a man would like one, come on. Just Come say, on, hey, listen, I would listen, like one. listen, listen, if you are, if you're watching, if you're watching, if you're on the live, I want the first three people that can type in me, me, just me, M-E, me, M-E, the first three people, mm -hmm. we're going to make sure that you get a copy of the Peace book. Just type That's me, it. just me, me, three, the first three me. Right. And I know first my three. I might be a little delayed, but the first yeah. three I see, I'm going to make sure that we're we going to make sure that you get you your copy. We, we will. Book. Yeah. And I'll, I'll mail it to you. Um, I'll sign it, mail it to you. I, I have one here. I have there a you go. On just that I'll, simple. I'll, I'll mail just that simple. So the three me's, I'm looking for the, so the three me's, mm -hmm. you know, for those. But man, I, I, Pastor Pete, I cannot thank you enough 
-hmm. For those that don't know, this is actually my first time, you know, actually sitting and talking with uh, Pastor Peace, but I just believe that this won't be our last time for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, absolutely. I just, I just believe that 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 we are traveling. You know, mm -hmm. we have the same agenda. Yeah. When mm -hmm. it, it comes to this, so um, I got one more question yeah. that I I have here that I want to ask. Okay. You know, somebody that may be dealing with mental health. Mm -hmm. That's saying, you know, I have it. I'm ashamed. Mm -hmm. that I have it, mm -hmm. you know, what are some ways to help people get over the embarrassment, the shame, especially men, yeah. and, and, okay. and, and be able to talk about it, you know, because what happened is they'll hear this podcast mm -hmm. and they'll, whoo, this is it, yeah. you know, I got it now. Yeah, yeah absolutely. A curveball. Come, you know what I'm saying? Kind of like what we was what I was talking about earlier. But how can mm -hmm. they still stay on fire to say, "Hey, I'm unmuted mm -hmm. and I'm staying unmuted"? Mm -hmm. The no, well, the first thing for men, and this is the big one, because we can't go any further in our healing, in our um, growth, if we are in denial. Yeah. Yeah. So if, if I'm in denial that I have a problem, Come on. how do I discover if I have a problem? Look at your life. Am I a avid gambler? Come on. <laughs> I don't spend all our family savings on gambling. Am I uh, just wasting yeah. my life away on things that are bringing no fruit to me? Am I just a drunk all the time? Am I getting high all the time? Am I, am I, in the home, but I'm not available. Just look at your life. This has nothing to do with no other person. Look in the mirror and say, and say, ask yourself this question. Am I creating fruit in my life? Is there fruit that is showing in my life that my children can eat on? Yeah. Eat on, if, if you have children. Yeah. If not, just look at yourself. Because believe it or not, we, are, we carry the seed. And so things are always growing up out of us and that's a whole nother thing but what am i producing is it healthy can i bring this to society can i show this out in public what am i doing so the number one thing is i can't be in denial number two is and i know this this is easier said for most men this is easier said but i have to find someone where i can be vulnerable with there is there is no other way I have to find someone. I know, that is, I know it's hard. Just don't, don't, get, don't get it wrong. That is extremely difficult to do when it comes to men and wanting to express. I just feel God even yes. just right there. Yes. Like wanting to express. God, I want to be naked and ashamed, but I don't know who. And this is where we just, you know, if, if, even if you're not a Christian man, right. you know, I'm a Christian man, but right. if you're not a Christian man, those two are critical. Denial and finding someone that I can be vulnerable with. Because now, what you don't want to end up doing, this is number three, is to start being busy. Busy doing, I'm at work 12 hours a day, 14 hours a day, so I'm never, I don't have the opportunity or the chance to address my issues. You see what I'm saying? Oh, I'm busy all the time. This is for women too, I even kind of feel that like, yeah. you know, I'm so busy, I don't have the opportunity, or oh, I'm trying to psych myself out mentally, that I don't have, to address the pain that I'm feeling here internally. Because when we talk about mental health, it's, it's the psychological and your emotional well-being. Exactly. So it's your mind and your heart. How am I feeling? What am I thinking? And so it's not, not denial. It's speaking with someone I can be vulnerable with. It's not becoming busy. And it, and it comes to the place to where now, this is kind of the way I kind of bring it all in, is to where yeah. there has to be a time when you slow down and you tap into what God has placed. There's God, these things happen and it doesn't feel good, but God has a way of saying, I know it's painful, but give that to me. Mm. And most, most men, here's what we do, brother. We, we give it to God, but we keep looking to make sure. You got it? Oh, you know, and we take it back because God, you're taking too long to heal me. 
Right. And so you, right. you, got, you, you got to think about this. It's like, I, like, I use this analogy a lot. It's like bad credit. And I, how you want to repair your credit and you spent 10 years just being crazy with your credit. Now you're trying to repair your credit in one month. You're not going to get an 800 score in one month when your score is 400. Exactly. It's going to take time. So the Bible says in Genesis chapter 8, uh, as long as the earth remained, there will always be seed time and harvest. And so there are some, some seeds that we have sown over the years that we have, those things have to grow. And God is such full of grace and mercy is that he will wipe our, our slate clean. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. Clean as if nothing has ever happened before. Like, what, what, what happened? What did you do? And he has a way of wiping all of that clean, such pure and, and, and holy and white. He said, I want to make it all pure, but you have to get to the place where I'm not in denial and saying, ain't nothing wrong with me. Brother, there is something wrong with you. Why, why are you not at home? Hmm. Why, people, why people have to look for you when you, right. oh God, <laughs> Adam, right. where are you? I left you in a position. Why are you not there? Why are you, oh man. Oftentimes we move out of position following the wrong things, the wrong crowd, the wrong people, the wrong desires. Yeah. And God is saying, don't be in denial. Come on. Talk. There's, there's comfort in counseling. Yeah. Don't, don't get too busy. Don't get too busy that you're just avoiding. Come on. If you avoid it, it's going to chase you down anyway. You might as well deal with it. And finally, get into me. And this is being God. Get into God. Get into get into the place where we become like you know the Apostle John. The Bible says that he laid yeah. on Jesus' bosom at the dinner table. All these men, <laughs> these big, strong, bearded men, you know, hot. But he laying, he's laying on the yeah. bosom of Jesus yeah. at the Last Supper. Do you understand how powerful that is? That I am so unashamed to be a follower of Christ. I'm in love with Him that I'm willing to lay down, watch this, my masculinity and put everything that I have. I don't care what no one says about me. I don't care what anybody got to think about me. I'm in love with one person who can change my life, who has changed my yeah. life. And if he, if he is the one that can change my life, why not lay in his lap to where he can whisper, oh God, Ooh, I feel like I'm preaching. And he I can, can hear whisper, it so clearly. He can whisper something to me that only I can hear. Nobody else is going to hear this. That's, that's, we got to get so close to Jesus that he is the only voice I hear. He's not in the earthquake. He's not in the fire. He's in the whisper. The still small voice. The men, we're, we're looking for the theatrical side of Jesus when he says, I'm in the whisper though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so for most men, finding the place to where I am, I throttle down to gear one. And I, and, and I, I want to hear the whisper. I want to hear the, the whisper. <laughs> and that's, people don't understand. That's real manhood. Mm -hmm. That's true masculinity. Right. That's, 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 that's true manhood in a nutshell, right? In a there. nutshell. That I'm yeah. so strong, that I'm so <laughs> tough, that my shoulders are so broad. That I'm gonna yeah. lay all that to the side and allow myself to be putty in his hand. He's to allow Potter. myself to just lay in his bosom. To allow myself to just say, hey, God, I'm yours. Yeah. Have your way. Yeah. And then, you know, there's nothing more in First Kings chapter 19. Elijah was depressed. He ran from Jezebel. Mm -hmm. And he said, he sat under the juniper tree and he said, Lord, take my life. I'm tired. He was depressed. He was a man. He just killed all these prophets on the mountain. He killed all these prophets by the power of God. Yeah. And in the very next day, if you will, he's depressed and ready to die. Come on. Because I can't take... How many men have experienced victories after... 
moments where you have testimonies of God's goodness, but in the very next breath, something happened where it triggered something in you. And now you forget the goodness of the Lord. And now you're saying, Lord, mm -mm, I'm ready. I can't take this. So he was looking for the earthquake. He was looking for the fire. But God says, I'm in the still small voice. That's why you ain't going to find me. You're looking for everything else. And you're looking for everything else to be what it can't be for you. I'm the whisper. And so for, for men tonight, my prayer is we remember our victories. Come on. Look how far you've come. Come on. Look, look how many hurdles you jumped over. Yeah, I know your daddy may not have been there. Yeah. Mama may not have yeah. been there. You, you, you wasn't dealt the best hand in the world. You wasn't born with a silver spoon in your mouth. But look where you are today. Look. Society says black men are killing themselves at a higher rate than any other race in America. The black man is not in the homes with the woman. The black men are, are fatherless. 57% of men in jail are black and 20 to 30% of them grew up without their father. Single parent homes. You see what, where this is going? Yeah. Somebody yeah. has to say, I'm needed. I gotta be there. I, I can't keep going this route. I can't keep going here. I ha there has to be something. To, I didn't mean to go that far, but I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, no, you good. You good. It, it, but it just, that's the unmute. Men, it that's just, the, it just that's, comes that's, up. that's that's <laughs> the unmute. That's, yeah. that's 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 why we have this platform here. Mm -hmm. This is exactly why. And man, I want to thank you so very. Thank much. you, man. For joining us, our time. I mean, you know, we got yeah. off to a late start, but man, it's I just okay. looked at the time like, hey, you know, we just rolled. Yeah, but we rolled with this fine. Yeah. Listen, Facebook Live, people that are on live, can you do me a favor and help me thank Pastor Pete for joining us tonight? Yeah. Man, man, Listen, 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 man of God, I'll be in touch with you. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm gonna close out. Well, I'll be in touch with you about the three copies of the book. Okay. I want to make sure that I get mm -hmm. a copy of yes, it for myself. Yes, and, and we're going to talk offline. Yeah. You know, absolutely. yeah, we, we, we got to get together and go have lunch. Just, just, yeah, we got yeah, to yeah. something because, yeah, yeah, because I just believe that tonight was not just a good moment, but tonight was a God moment. Oh, that's good. Yes. yes so again, thank you very much for joining thank us. Thank you for having me. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank Once you again, me. people, Pastor Pete. Thanks. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Be blessed, man. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, sir. All right. Listen, we, we I want to thank everybody that what a show, y'all. What a absolutely phenomenal show. I I, I had no idea that, that this was going to uh go that the way that it, it went, but God knew all things. Listen, before we end the show tonight, I want you to please if you know of a man, a husband, a brother, friend, black, white, Asian, Hispanic, that is dealing or has dealt with mental health, some form of mental health, depression, suicide, do me a favor, get them this podcast, get them this video, let them watch this. Just let them watch it. You ain't got to go into a long dissertation. You ain't got to go into a long about this and that, that. Just have them to watch it. To just watch it. Listen, I'm, I'm getting ready to close out. But of course, before I end every show, I like to do a B-take. And it's just free game from Coach B that you can take with you and apply and use. Normally, I, I, I use my own personal quotes, but tonight I want to use a quote from Mauro Ronaldo. And it says, I believe the biggest stigma right now 
with mental health is that a lot of men are not talking about it. But my prayer, my hope, and my belief is that tonight a man is making the conscious decision to hit the mute button and go unmute. That a man is making the decision that he's been silent long enough. That a man is making the decision that I've been quiet long enough, that I've been dealing with this. And again, a lot of times this mental health is for is it 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 is from something from your childhood. It's from something from your childhood that we just never got help, that we just never got healed. And what we've been doing was being suppressed. We just been suppressing it, suppressing it by being busy, suppressing it by filling the void, suppressing it by doing other things, suppressing it by acting like it don't exist until we until it gets so it becomes so big that it becomes a rage, and rage is when you walk in Walmart and just kill innocent bystanders. Rage is when you walk into a church and you just, just just start shooting, you know? And we don't want you to get to that point. And a lot of times it's because they never said anything. They've been muted so long that they couldn't unmute themselves. But tonight, I believe that somebody is making a decision to unmute listen that's our show for tonight again i want to thank my guest pastor christian counselor and author pastor shamal peace great 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 interview and listen i'll see you guys next friday matter of fact i won't even be in studio next friday i'll be on location next friday it's gonna be a different kind of show but I'll let you know more. I'll let you know more about it uh, next Friday. All right. Until then, men, do me a favor. At the end of the day, be the man. Coach, be out. I'll see you next week. Peace.